Say action, action to Lessia T. Bear and to Jessica Matten. So today is a really exciting day uh, during quarantine for us, especially in Calgary, because of a lot of the arts and everything that's going on in the world right now, but we're still able to connect all together and we were able to get on the line the tribal star Jessica Matten. She is one another than on Frontier. So we were huge fans of her from Frontier, and we're really excited to see her now starring in her own APTN show. And the the uh, season finale is next Thursday. Is that right, Jessica? Yes. I'm really excited for everyone to watch it just because of the topics that we cover in it. It's really dear to my heart, so... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to see it, and um, I got a little bit of a sneak peek of it, so I even, you know, I always look at it from a cinematography point of view, but I like the angles that it was shot at, and um, yeah. That's all I can say about it. <laughs> well, we love the show. We've seen almost all the episodes. I think we missed the last one. So sorry. But uh, we see some really amazing people that are from Alberta that are in it, actually. Um, uh, Mr. Antelope himself and um, Ryan Northcott. So working with um, Alberta, you got you're in Vancouver, that's right. No, I'm in Los Angeles right now, actually. Los Angeles, you are everywhere, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. LA now. Are you? Is that your home now? Yeah, I, I moved here last summer, and I've been living here back and forth for like the last couple of years. But you know, as actors, we're gypsies, so we go wherever the work takes us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I made LA my home, and it's kind of crazy as. As soon as I decided to make it my home, the world is in an interesting state right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. saw you on The Social in Toronto. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. that's kind of why I thought maybe you're where – I didn't know exactly where you are at the moment. But, yeah, um, I was in L.A. and I flew down to Toronto to do all the press for travel for that week. So, yeah, so I, I love everyone at The Social. I love them. They're all so yeah, they you you just look like a shining star. You have really broken out as a leading uh, actress this year, and all the work that you're doing with your uh, background. We want to get into that with Lesia about how you feel about being an Indigenous actress and upholding the views, being the character that you are, Sam on Tribal, and you know all all your work that you've been doing for so long since. Um, uh, Black, um, uh, Blackstone, so sorry, and it's like blanking Blackstone, Blackstone. Blackstone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you've been coming in and out of Alberta quite a bit then with your career in the last five years, hey? Yeah, I was born in Edmonton actually. So, I went to the University of Alberta. Um, I have a Bachelor of Science from uh, the Human Ecology faculty. So, shout out to my alumni there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're very. All our relations here are. I, I'm surprised we're, we're not related. Seriously, my family's so big on the Cree side. Um, Ray Thunderchild and Nathaniel yeah, Arcand are Ray, her relatives. Yeah, Ray Thunderchild is a relation. And oh, Nathaniel. Hi, Ray. Uh, I was up in Saskatchewan. Um, my reserve is Muscaday. So, okay. Um, we had a, my grandma 
grandmother had 14 kids and then some of their kids had 12 and 10 kids each and eight kids each and, and so um, I never really got to meet my dad's side of the family until I was older and then on my mother's side she's Slovak Ukraine English and Scottish yeah <laughs> so, but my dad so is free so it's um it's it's been interesting I even went to picks um uh, Picks Indian Cultural Survival School that was here and graduated there in 94, which was great because I only needed one credit, but I went to before. I went to Blackfoot Cree Traditions and my English 30s, which what I needed. So it was interesting sitting in a classroom talking about my father because I'm very proud of my father. He was the first First Nations man who ever came and second in the world in snooker. And his brother Johnny Bear, James Bear and Johnny Bear. So they're very well known in the snooker and eight ball world out there in sports and the snooker. So I'm very proud of that. So I got to learn my dad's side and I started practicing and spending a lot of time with elders and like Mary Youngblood and Wilma. Wilma. Wilma Pally. Jimmy Herman, which is one of my closest and dearest friends. Yeah, I have, that's so weird. I just got posted a photo with Jimmy and my brother back in the 80s, like last week, I think. So, yeah, see, we're all connected. So beautiful. Yeah, Ray Thunderchild, I just saw him uh, when I was out there. Um, Amazing actor uh, in Tribal. Holy, holy. He was a bad guy. Yeah. The way he treated you in, well, I'm like, Sam, how could he do that to her? He, oh, it was just, the, the no actor. remorse. He was so good. Yeah. I was really proud of him and, and I, the scene you I guys love, did. Yeah, I loved writing those scenes. And it's, uh, it's pretty funny because he just, like, he even looks like a person you would see in a, like, I would love to see Ray in a Tarantino film. Yeah. <laughs> Rough looking guy, yeah. Ass. Yeah, he brings a lot of his own to set. treated like yeah. and you just stood your own you know in the scene yeah. or whatnot and I thought oh my women can connect to that scene so much and what with what you go through as your character Sam being a chief and being you know slandered racially and having trying to bring up your culture and, and like even in the first episode how you stand up for both sides not just um, who, who done it or whatnot? We won't say who if people haven't watched it yet. But just yeah, the, throughout the whole series, the character is so strong and is just 
what people need to see on TV for your, for your guys' culture to say, hey, that could be me one day. You know, I really do feel that you're inspiring people, and I've seen a lot of your media already in what you're doing. So why don't you and Lessie kind of get get into that? thing to say to somebody of your culture anybody's culture I think to say that scenes with Julian Black Antelope as well you're you're always having to defend yourself it's like she's going through a lot in the series like always each person even her partner Brian Markinson he's always he was terrible to you at the beginning I was I did not like him at first but I felt like well he's trying to be nicer at the end <laughs> script inside out.
human. We have moments where we feel like slacking off. I would be exhausted coming back from like a 12, 13 hour day of work. And I had to take a shower, whip out my homework and spend for four hours, pass out, get up at 4 a.m. the next day, do it all over again. Oh. And um, you can do it. And it's just put easy. it in. I always like, I, I, I want to tell people who aren't actors just to put it into um, perspective for them. So a full day for an actor will be like full 12, 14 hour day of work would be like, you know, maybe uh, six, six to eight pages. I was doing 13 to 17 pages a day. You were working hard. <laughs> how do you memorize all of that? Like, how does, I guess because you come become that character and you're in that world, but it's just so much focus that you have to do throughout the day to know that this scene, if you didn't even film it at the right time, and then, like, keeping your head straight and organized, there's so much to it more than just looking good and just the acting. It's like getting oh, your yeah. head straight. You yeah. have to be very militant. What I had to do is, um, because we block shot, which meant that we didn't shoot anything in chronological order. So in one day, I'd literally be shooting one of the scenes from episode eight, and then the next scene from episode two, and then an emotional scene from episode four, and then three, and two, and one, all the same day, nothing was in order. And um, what I would do on the weekends is I would lay out because you would get a schedule in advance of what you're going to shoot the week prior. I would literally lay it all out, put um, tabs and colored tabs of every scene, and the colors on the tabs represented emotionally where my character was supposed to be. So then I, I was able to quickly reference and keep note of, uh, like, okay, she's not this upset yet. She's not this angry yet. Yeah, um, so you would, she's, she's in this state. So literally I had to color code emotionally where my character was and then I would put the scripts in order based on like what I was filming so um to answer your question about memorization for anyone who's ever crammed for like a final exam that's literally what you're doing and what happens is you're just training your brain you get into a rhythm where it's still very difficult but you, it gets a little bit easier and you you memorize a little bit quicker and I'm, I'm very visual so um, sometimes when I couldn't memorize like a line that wasn't sticking, I would literally just visualize what it looked like on the page, and, <laughs> yeah. and it would trigger stuff. And and you know, and mostly what happens is too is like right before you film scene, you're able to rehearse it really quickly, um, or they call it block it out. So I would block it out with say Brian Markinson, and we would run the lines maybe two to three times as like the makeup team is like touching you up and. They're setting up all the lighting gear and everything like that. So it, we go quick. So, um, yeah, but that, that's the other beauty is, like, um, with all the actors on set, we were there for each other. Um, actors that came in just for, like, a smaller role, I wanted them to feel super supported, that they were part of it. You know, for a lot of actors, it was their first time acting as well. And I didn't want anyone to feel nervous. And I just wanted them to understand that it's a team effort. These projects requires so many people behind and in front of the camera and it's and even though I'm in front of it it's not about me in a lot of ways I'm there to facilitate and tell Ronnie Scott's story so well how are you feeling right now since you just you know we didn't just finish filming but it's the finale is next week what what do you feel about that everyone's 
have seen the series, has gotten into it, then people will be streaming it and seeing it even more after that. Like, where's your head at with how you feel about the project? To be honest, really chill. I think with every project, um, I, I don't, I'm not one of those people that first, you know, I, I came into this industry never wanting to become an actor. Um, I was really interested in being behind the camera. And when I started off, I started subscribing to American Cinematographer Magazine. I was just, you know, it was, I, I Googled how to become an actor and I ended up like I'm stubborn. I stick to whatever I do. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, I think, um, remaining grounded and humble in this industry has never been a problem for me. And I, and I arrogantly say that, <laughs> um, I, I just see that it's a business. I see the work that, um, is required from everyone. So, Promoting it after too. Yeah, how do I feel about the finale? You know, I'm I feel very excited for the entire team. I feel very very excited for Ron and that his vision has come to life. And yeah, and it, it, it's a weird thing. I'm not gonna lie because I'm in the states right now, and you can't see tribal in the states um, because <gasps> of the release. Oh yet. no! So, so yeah, so even from Frontier, um, it you know it, it took a few months for. It was on Discovery Channel in Canada, and then six months later on, it got on Netflix. So I, there's always like a, a wave that you feel months afterwards. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you, I don't. Feel so you like, don't. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. But you. I'm back, everybody. Sorry, I lost you. Oh no worries, on. Oh, so I'll just say one thing, and then I'll let, let Leslie you talk. I was I'm a hog on this because I just really like you a lot. So I'm I, but I'll stop talking because it's Leslie's turn soon. You're super lovely too. Well, being, I just love what you've said a lot in your media and you're standing up for women and like, you know, yes, indigenous women, but people who are ethnic as well. Myself, I'm Romanian, I'm adopted. So I still feel that connection with you of you having to stand up and say, you know, kind of announce yourself and say, hey, we're going to take up space and all this stuff that's going on with the Me Too movement. Lesia wants to talk to you about that a little bit more because you're in the States. But I was just going to say that you've made a huge impact on your career. I was a huge fan of you in Frontier. I loved your look. I loved Jason Momoa. That's when I first really went, wow, who is this girl? Oh, check this girl out. She's so good looking. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> With all these rough looking guys, you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, that was like Sharon Taylor, Jean Braybrock, and a few other people that I think I know on that show. Yeah, Gene Braverock. We love him up here. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Jill, I just wanted to roll on what you just said with your sentiment. Thank you, because I, you know, being an Indigenous woman is super important to me to always represent, but my main thing is I'm a girl's girl, and I support, and I love women, you know, and I, and I'm so happy to hear that for non-Indigenous women, too, that it resonates. Because to me, I don't see color. You know, like, I love to represent. But to me, it's like just being a woman in general, no matter what part of the world you're from, there's so many obstacles that we have to overcome. It's like there's so many standards that we have to abide and live Stand by. Up for. Even though we don't, even though we have freedom, quote-unquote, I know internally what we go through, you know. There's, there's a different kind of pressure that we all feel. There's a, a different kind of strength that we have to 
have. And I, I think the most beautiful gift is to use what I'm doing to uplift other women. It's a big deal to me. And men too. You know, I love men who are, and you know, like everyone. Strong to handle a strong woman. Like everyone. Humans, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just, not. I'm, I'm, I'm all about um, choosing roles that uplift us as people. Yeah, you do choose really strong women that are end up coming on the other side instead of being like, I need you, you end up saving them. But I do know it's more than just being indigenous to me. It's more than just being a person. It's like when you're speaking out your truth, sharing about your culture and standing up for it, the meaning of what you're doing means a human being accepting themselves. And that's teaching others to accept and, and stand up for who they are and, and the, their background so people could always instead of copying each other or being envious or jealous it could be well why don't I start owning it Jessica does it so it's like that kind of went through my head a little bit so that's why I'm saying that oh I love it oh that's amazing no honestly thank you for sharing that that makes me feel really good oh that's 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 awesome. I don't know if that's what you're meaning to do right no it ultimately is the message that I'm trying to get across you know it's um we all have gone through growing up about, like, you know, questioning our self-worth, our self-love. And I've had to work very hard to find my own self-love, too. But um, it's that's what I mean. If I'm, able, if I'm able to find it, then I want to be able to help encourage others to find it within themselves, too. Because, look, no one benefits when someone's feeling down about themselves. It's what happens. You project those insecurities onto someone else, and you make someone else feel like shit, yep. too. That's not great. No one wants to feel like shit. So I feel like <laughs> You behave differently. Yeah, you do, you do, and people feel it. We're not stupid, right? Humans are not stupid. We can feel each other's energy, and I just want it to Mm -hmm. be sincerely from a place of support. Jessica, I I think you might relate to to this a lot because, like yourself, um, I get a lot of people going, "You don't live First Nations at all." Oh yeah, that's a whole thing. could be mixed race yeah both of you Italian or or something like that so it was funny because Wilma Pelly said this to me when when we visit she goes you're lucky because you get to be addressed in a different way than we do as an indigenous woman people don't like to listen the way they would be talking to somebody who looks white and I I didn't know how to take that, but I understand what she meant. Like, But that's still sad. That's like a thing, though, guys. I don't get this whole... Everybody's different. It doesn't matter, and that's what makes life oh, beautiful. But the... the Yeah. There's elements. I, well, I get people's it. Well, I, 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 I am mixed, too. So my mother's native and my father's white. So I don't oh. think you guys knew that. But I, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. That's why I, I asked you that. But I, I'm very proud of it, too. You know, it's it's interesting because I have a lot of um, indigenous friends in the business and not, and this is an ongoing discussion that we have. It's um, most indigenous actors and actresses are mixed, and I feel like you know they're black and native, they're white and native, and um, they've also I've, I've spoken to many um, uh, female actresses who feel like they're because there are native. 
there are non-Native actresses who are taking Indigenous roles. Mm. And I understand how that is not cool, and there's no excuse for that in this generation, um, especially at this time, you know, but I, I see both sides of the coin, so I, I understand how that ranks on a person's sense of self-identity. And, you know, you and I have spoken about this with Sam Woodburn's character, too, but living in two different worlds. I think for me, I've always been very proud both backgrounds my mom raised me to be, you know, to um, to be grateful and confident that, you know, we are Native. Because I remember one time when I was a kid and I was like, I asked mom and I was like, am I Native? And she got so upset because she was like, why would you even question that? She was like, all the hardships I went through in my life and to get, to remove you and your brother out of that, that, that isn't in vain. And she was like, she was like, never, ever let anyone um, try to tell you that you are otherwise. Like, you know who you are. You see your family. It's true. My, my family is super, super brown, like, <laughs> you know? But it is a thing because you get people, again, who are projecting their own insecurities on you growing up about trying to define who you are, who you aren't. And um, it's something that I, I, I just encourage everyone to just be open about who they are, you know? Mm-hmm. We are, we, you and I, Lesia, are a product of colonialism. So, of course, we're going to be mixed. Of course. That was that was the yeah. whole goal of the government, is yeah. to assimilate people. So, we're all going to be mixed, and that's fine, you know? And so, it's... it's you know, what's um, so funny is um, a lot of people used to hide that. Yeah. And I think that's what Wilma was trying to tell me, is now in the last... I'd say 10 years, and, oh, I'm Native, oh, I'm this, I'm, oh, I've got a quarter in me now, or... I, yeah, I'm, you're right. I'm, I'm so proud that everyone's starting to be more happy about who they are. I don't care about what culture you are, just happy who you are and who, where you come from, and I think that's so important today, and especially, you know, but when people look past that, like, I never get cast hardly like I auditioned for the tribal I didn't get anything but that's okay I I was happy that everybody was working that's what's important to me is everybody's happy they're doing what they love and I just want to see more people like yourself and myself who are going out there to show the truth on the First Nations people because that's what bothers me they're um yeah, the betrayal of them. Festival last year, and having these elders speak out and knowledge keepers speak out, saying the last hundred years a lot of stories have been told about us that are wrong, and that's what I want to see corrected in my stories that I write, and and not only in our culture but other cultures, and um, I think that's what's really important to me. So seeing tribal and you jessica sam your character bringing out a strength in women is very important today um a sexy strength have you ever seen some of this last five years we know that women's voices are being heard finally and look it was in the 1950s that women could start voting can you believe that the 1950s that's really not that long ago. So, 
just making an impact on our culture and our ways and just being proud of who we have become. Like yourself, Jessica, I heard you speaking about our self-confidence. It takes a lot to be confident today when you've been bullied or you've been thrown in the back where you weren't supposed to be in the front, like in school. I remember kids always, you know, making you feel like you were different because of the way you looked. Even my last name, Bear. Oh, can you smell the bear coming? Ooh. Ooh. You know, things like that. Or just other things. I don't even need to go in there, but it took a lot um, to become who I am and I am now 54, to still be comfortable in my own skin. But shows, but shows like Tribal and Blackstone and North of 64, I think. North of 60, yeah. Those three shows, literally in my mind, are the shows that bring up the topic and, and the culture focus of Indigenous cultures. Like, without those shows, I don't know if the general public... Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves is excellent, too. But you know what I'm saying? Like, this era of what people are seeing to be influenced, like the next generation especially, and what's on TV and what's being promoted. So with Jessica, you becoming, like, a, a big Canadian star, now you're actually in L.A., that's a big thing because it's now. It's not that you are the generation that made it or whatever before it's that like now is your time in media being blown up the people are listening to you so that's exciting to watch that not just because it was filmed in alberta but just because we've been watching you (laughs) grow and stuff so it's really cool to get that chance to even just talk to you for two seconds jess you know, I, I, you know, and I have to thank the women, the queens, I call them, that came before me, you know, like they, I grew up watching them, Tina Keeper on North of 60, oh, that was yeah. a big deal, like to see, to see a woman, like I remember I was a child, I was maybe like four or something, and I remember my mom would turn on the TV, and that was a big deal, and, um, and Lesia, everything you, you, you know, uh, Tantu Cardinal, Michelle Fresh. Carmen Moore, like, they really set a standard, and it was so cool for me to see Indigenous women at the forefront, and so they really inspired me, and I I always think, like, they really helped open the gates for our generation, because without them, we wouldn't be here, I would not be here if it wasn't for for their work, you know, and I always want to be really thankful of that, too, and and Lassia, everything you're saying about your hardships growing up, like, I, I understand on such a deep level, you know, what my, my mom had such a freaking hard life growing up in the North End of Winnipeg, um, you know, she had to, like, sell drugs at 13 years old to get by, there was a lot of abuse and all that stuff, and she wanted to make sure that she knew she wanted kids, and she didn't want her kids to be, to have to experience that, and she really worked very hard to break the cycle uh, within yeah, our Winnipeg old family. Winnipeg is such a, a hard town. Because, oh, like, yeah. actually, Winnipeg is probably I, I, my 50% last First Nations. I'm so sorry to interrupt, ladies, but um, Zoom's going to cut us off in less than Okay, guys, thanks for everything. 
we could talk to Jessica Matten for literally days. I couldn't. I can't I believe how down to earth and, and, and cute you are. Jessica, know that I love the Red Girls Reasoning short. It was brilliant. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, Elmaya Tailfeathers made that, and I'm forever grateful to her. I just want to let you know that I thought that was a really wonderful short. Um, and, you know, I'm doing a show here soon, and hopefully you'll be hearing from me soon when everything gets back to normal here soon. I know. I would die and to work with both of you guys. Safe. Everyone stay healthy. Yep. And very, very lovely to meet you both. Thank, Thank you. So we'll we'll talk time. to you online. You too. Thank you so much, and everyone stay tuned for next Thursday, APTN Tribal, starring Jessica Matten.